0: Yeah, F1. Welcome back. Uh, I'm Ryan Silverstein. I'm here with my best buddy, Ian Kimball. F, yeah, F1! And we are here recapping every exciting moment of the 2021 Belgian Grand Prix at Spa from last weekend. All of the on-track action, all of the off-track drama. uh, Just kidding the whole thing was basically rained out. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think so
1: far the podcast has been longer than the race.
0: Yeah. And certainly more exciting because we might've switched the order that we were going to talk in. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, dude. What? A, we, we do have a safety car. We have no safety car. There is no safety car when it comes
1: to FIA F1. <laughs> uh, we do not believe in seatbelts. Um, we do wear your seatbelt. Uh, what a, what a weekend. What a, Absolute insane weekend. What Ryan? Were some of your takeaways? Um,
0: So my, I think my big, my biggest takeaway from this last weekend is that uh, everyone should just have a better plan for weather because I feel like, and I know this happens with other sports, but I feel like, I I feel like it came off a little uh, unprofessional the way that the like I think I think Massey overall did a really good job and I think all the decisions they made were right but there were a bunch of things about like you know the uh, commentators spent two hours trying to figure out if the race had actually started yet or not because they have what it's like a a three-hour window now to run or to run a two-hour two-hour max race and so nobody could figure out when that three-hour clock started
1: Right. And then, like, the FIA was like, well, we stopped the clock, we think, for a
0: little while, maybe. Right. So, you know, I think all the decisions were were pretty much the right ones in the name of safety, and I think if there wasn't a race this weekend, they would have had the race on Monday or Tuesday this week. Um, you know, kind of do it NASCAR style. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Just do it Monday. You know, but I think even with the, these probably being the two closest tracks on the calendar, um, you know, I, I think it's still a lot to ask of the teams and all the people involved and, you know, all, all that other stuff. Um, you know, I want to give a shout out to Lewis Hamilton for, you know, during the broadcast and the poster interview saying that, like, hey, yeah, it's really clear that, that the FIA made us go out and run this two laps. of so the race account as an official race and we can all get out of here. But also these fans that sat around all day in the rain should get a refund, uh, which I think is true, or at least. You know free tickets to next year's Grand Prix.
1: Absolutely. Um, Those
0: tickets are not fucking cheap. Yeah. And so yeah, you know, I've seen some stuff from the F1 uh Instagram that they're gonna they're gonna figure out how to do that. They were just the- beating around the bush,
1: man. The F1's response, FIA's response uh on social media was absolutely silly. Like <laughs> it was genuinely a little bit ridiculous. Because, like, look, I get it, man. Like, I know that it requires a lot of money to run these races and set things up. And, like, people got to get paid and shit. But, yo, you're Formula One. Yeah. Fucking figure it out. Pay mm-hmm. for it. Get it yep. done. And get people, like you said, make it easy. Either give people their money back or offer them a free ticket for next year
0: you know or both like uh, or you, both. Know, you know we're uh, here you can turn your ticket and get a free ticket for next year if you know that you can't make it then you can submit for a refund exactly like it's just so silly
1: Like, even if you gave people a free ticket then it, and they don't do that they're like look you get a free ticket for next year take it or leave it then they'll fucking sell it on StubHub. and they'll yeah. make they'll make a killing yeah um Yeah. Lewis Hamilton did it right. Uh, I do have some questions for you about spa. Sure. Uh, my first question is, um, a little bit more grand scheme of things. Do you think, uh, because I think you and I, we, we spoke briefly about it before the show. I think we're both in agreement that if there was a gap week Mm -hmm. between, uh, spa and the Dutch Grand Prix, um, do you think that they would have raced it the following week? I think yes.
0: Oh almost certainly.
1: Uh, so I my, think especially oh. if
0: it was the Dutch Grand Prix was there was a gap week in between. they'd be like That's what oh, I yeah. Mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So my question is, based on expected weather, do you believe that this will be the end of double or triple
0: header races? No, absolutely not because cool. uh, i think most of the time it works out and i think because um, the other thing is there's a couple gaps on the calendar where they could have said hey we're gonna run spa in one of those like tbd or, or a t to be announced slots that yeah, are I still am. on the calendar they easily could have done that as well yeah um and then they could have said hey all you fans like come just come back that weekend with your ticket with your same ticket and water we'll and all that crap right um so I, I think there's definitely options there. I think the FIA is really pushing, like, we're going to have more races this season than any other season in yeah. F1 history. Yeah. And if anything, I feel like there's going to be a time where the teams are like, hey, this can't be a 12-month sport where, like, we're racing competitively, like, every month. Like, we still need time to do our dev and testing and preseason and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, take a fucking break too, man. Yeah. I was
1: I was talking to somebody about that, and it's like, you don't because I I was talking to somebody and they were like, you haven't said anything about F1 races lately. I was like, oh they're on a they're on their summer break for three or four weeks. They're like, they have four weeks off. That's dumb. And I was like, well, not really. When you think about it, these guys start testing in like January. Mm -hmm. They start racing in very early March.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then they're either traveling or at a track for March, April, May, June, July for five straight months or for Mm -hmm. four straight months if they stop early July. So for four straight months, they are traveling or working and they're behind a car probably six or seven days a week. They get four weeks off and then they do that shit again until early December where you're either traveling or you're racing or you're practicing or you're, you know, you are working your ass off.
0: Yeah. Abu Dhabi is the 12th of December. Those guys yeah. are going to be in those cars again in January. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A week after, uh, a week after New Year's, two weeks after New Year's, they're going to be back in mm-hmm. those cars testing. Yeah. And if not them, like, talk about the unsung heroes, the F2 drivers who have just as busy of a schedule, are getting paid significantly less Mm -hmm. and have to do all the fucking testing for these F1 drivers when they're taking January off. Yeah. Like, you know, it is is grueling and it is a full-time thing. So, yeah, the summer break is super-duper important. Having these breaks, these gaps between races is so necessary. But I'm glad you think that it's not going to be the end of – of double and triple headers because we have a triple header we're about to enter week two in. Um, And I'm really excited about it because we get those Dutch Bank corners. We're going to get to those later. But my second question...
0: Well, the other thing, too, is it's not like NASCAR where they're like, oh, this race is in Bristol, Tennessee, and next week we're in North Carolina. It's like, you know, they're going from, like, Italy to Russia, back to Turkey, across the ocean to the U.S. yeah. Like, you know, we usually go to Japan every year and Australia, like it's like the, the logistics of having an F1 team get to every race is a documentary I very much want to make.
1: Oh my God. Absolutely. The fact that they have hundreds of people per team and all of that equipment, all of their, their onsite offices and shit, mm-hmm. let alone multimillion dollar cars. How do you get, how do they fucking get the F1 cars to Austin, Texas?
0: It's got to be a plane. I mean,
1: yeah. But, like, like, how do you, like, tie that, how do you tie it down and put, like, like the logistics of just, if you tomorrow called me up and you were like, hey, man, you got to ship a Ferrari to Japan by Sunday. I'd be like, what? Like, I would, I wouldn't even begin to understand how to fucking do that.
0: I bet you they are in those trailers that they use, and they roll that whole thing right on the plane. I wouldn't be surprised because it's their mobile office. Yeah, got it.
1: yeah. How do, and like, what do they do with like their stationery, like with their with their like paper and their pens? Like, do they have to pack <laughs> all that every right. time?
0: Yeah, and like all their espresso machines and like Fuck. the Fuck. the. You know, the beans for the espresso machine. Yeah, like, do you have to check that? Like, when you're going
1: into every new country, they're like, did you bring any food or, like, expensive items with you? It's like, yeah, bro. I bought a lot. <laughs> I brought an
0: F1 team.
1: Yeah, like, a full fucking F1 team is with me right now.
0: Can you imagine how much grift they have to give, like, the people at the Baku airport? Oh, my God. It's gotta be a fucking nightmare.
1: Unreal. Like,
0: those dudes are going around and spending that money at monaco the next year. Hell yeah. You know. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's a good grift oh. if you can get it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So my second question is a little bit darker. If Lando didn't crash in Q3, would they have started the race lights out?
0: That's a really good question i want to say i want to say no but i'm not 100 percent sure because the conditions were worse on sunday than they were for qualifying because i watched qualifying yeah. and like they were, were significantly worse they were significantly worse where even max you know was like hey, I can't even follow the safety car too close because I can't see. Yeah. And, like, they're not even going at full speed. I don't, I don't think there was any chance of us getting – Here, let, let me rephrase that. I don't think there's any chance of us getting more than two laps. Would they have tried a rolling start behind the safety car and gotten started a third lap and then red flagged it after a massive accident? possibly but i'm glad that that didn't happen
1: i'm really glad too i don't think any car would have finished a single lap
0: oh, i think max would have finished the lap because he would have been in front of whatever the fuck was going to happen behind him
1: i don't know man like those cars aren't meant for that like when you when we saw what happened to lando which thank goodness he's okay, oh yeah that was really because, scary
0: man he hit that wall fucking hard um He's really, I mean, he's really lucky he spun as many times as he did, because that wore that slowed the car down significantly yeah. before he got to that barrier. Exactly. But when his when
1: you see him come into that corner and the car is going in a direction, and then it just like faster than you can blink, it just changed fucking directions. Just Yeah. Boom. it didn't wiggle. It nope. didn't like slide funny. It just was going in one direction and then went in another fucking direction
0: directly into a wall. I was baffled seeing that. Yeah, I mean, it looked like it. It looked like he hit something in Mario Kart because that car just the momentum of that car just shifted immediately.
1: Yep, just just and then all of a sudden
0: the and all of a sudden the wheel like all four wheels were off.
1: Yeah, it just exploded. The car exploded. He hit that wall so hard, and then like. Because right before I, we got to talk about Seb, we talk about Seb every week,
0: and this is a this is a uh, uh, unofficial uh, Sebastian Seb. Vettel stand yeah. podcast, yeah, a fan cast,
1: a yeah. um, stand cast. Um, he just the it was so. It's what we were. Ta- I remember we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago how veterans, like the veterans, are kind of like stepping up and doing their shit. Uh, and him, the, the lap before, was like, you got to red flag this race. Like, this is way too dangerous. And then, bing, Lando hits the wall. And Seb's like, what the fuck did I tell you? Like, yeah. look at what happens. Yeah. Like, we're just people.
0: This isn't. It's so funny. Like, not funny. But the as soon as I saw that happen, I immediately back to uh, the movie Rush and Nikki Lauda during that. I think it was the yeah, German dude. race where yeah. it rained. And he's like it's too dangerous and all the other drivers are like oh you're like you're a pussy this is the 70s we all have like chest hair coming out of our fire suits we're awesome <laughs> and like you know he's like no it's just not safe out there and we hey, need to like stupid. we like yeah racing is dangerous why make it extra dangerous um you yeah know, we're gonna and die. It, was, it was kind of cool to see Seb uh, be the responsible german yeah Um, for sure of this this era (laughs) yeah and then immediately like how how badass is it that
1: the race gets red flagged and he still drives through the debris and sits and looks at lando and waits he waited until lando gave him a thumbs up back and then he was like all right he takes off unbelievable like what a
0: what a fucking class act dude I, i could have said it better myself Uh, Do you know the only team that has had both cards score points in the last two races? Let me think. Hold on.
1: Okay. So it's not Mercedes, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: not Red Bull, Mm -hmm. not Ferrari, Mm -hmm. not McLaren. Um. It's not Alpha Romeo or Alpha Tauri. It's not Aston Martin. Is it fucking Williams? It's, it's Williams.
0: Williams. It's
1: Williams. <laughs> it's Williams. it's Williams. It's Williams. <laughs> it's fucking Williams. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. It's amazing.
0: It's amazing. Because I know it's not Haas. No, it's definitely not Haas. <laughs> definitely uh, not
1: Haas. Holy shit! Good for them. I yeah. like. I like that George Russell was like fucking second place, and it was like let him have it. Like, but, sure, the,
0: but here, here's what I'm gonna say about that. Um, for for Max, for Verstappen, for uh, even Hamilton was third, right? Uh huh. That like that counts as a podium because it's not like. Uh, you know it's not it's not like they drew straws to to figure out the order they were going to start the race then like williams made a very smart tactical decision during qualifying on saturday to go out on a different set of tires from everybody else like change up the tire strategy take a gamble on it and it paid off and mm-hmm. that's how these things go and like yeah dude you know same thing with verstappen getting pole like you know i would feel I would feel a little bad for George if his first win came this way. Yeah. But it would still count yeah. as a win. It doesn't get an asterisk. You get half points for it. But like, you know, it's all part of the sport.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I have one more spa question for you. All right. Uh so we saw a very wet weekend. That resulted in a couple of pretty gnarly crashes. I mean, I feel bad for
0: for Checo, but you know. Yeah. Bummer. Um and it really sucks on like a warm-up, a practice lap like that. Yeah. It's always a bummer when you see it happen. Yeah.
1: Um so between what we saw happen at Antoine in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh pretty bad accidents in 2020. And then this year between the weather and Lando uh, and the, the women's grand Prix Mm -hmm. that had a really horrendous accident. uh, I think F2 had a, had a pretty bad one.
0: I know the W series did that
1: was W series had a really bad one. And uh, the week before they had a six-hour race mm-hmm. that had a couple really bad accidents, all of them in Eau Rouge. Are we going to see the end of Spa soon?
0: Uh, no. May we see the end of Eau uh, Rouge as we know it? Very possible. Um, I think they're going
1: to have to make a major, major – like, it, I, my guess – is they skip a couple of years at Spa or skip a year at Spa and they have to get rid of that hill at Eau Rouge.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to – I'm looking at the the track map now. Like, there's there's room there to do something, you know. I, it could be just adding other chicane. Or just you know, grading, like, you know I
1: mean? Even if they, like, right. grade that hill – so that it's less of like that swoop down and immediate turn because it's totally blind. You're going 200 miles an hour, completely blind and like with no chance of slowing down.
0: Yeah. It, it really, it it sucks in a way because it's such a historic, like even just that part of the track, I can like picture that in my head, which I can't say for, you know, any part of fucking Abu Dhabi. Yeah yeah (laughs) you know of course
1: it's the most i think it's the most famous like curved
0: back straight yeah in all of f1 yeah um so yeah something has to be done about it um you know i I don't know what exactly but it's uh you know i i think i think the the sport has been trending more towards driver safety um Mm -hmm. You know, which is the most important. Nobody should die doing the sport, right? You know, um, not even close. So, so yeah, I, I think they're going to have to do something. I don't. I think they'll be able to figure something out and do it. Like maybe we won't have it there next year, but I think I don't see them taking more than a year off because it's too yeah, uh, it's, it's too much. And it's
1: honestly, it's all the drivers' favorite track. Like yeah. they all talk about how much they love Spa and how much they love going and racing there. So. Those are my spa questions uh, after the race. It was just the things that have been really sitting with me. Um, The shortest race in F1 history, if you can call it a race at all.
0: Yeah, because it wasn't really a race. It was a parade. Um, It was a parade. That's a great way (laughs) of putting it. uh, But I did want to briefly at least talk about the most exciting race that I watched since the last time we talked. Ooh. Which... I got in about somewhere between, I would guess, 12 to 14 hours of the 24 Hours of Le Mans. I think I might have you beat by a couple of hours. Because um, I... I went to bed, I, I want to say, like, I went to bed around, like, midnight, and then I watched the last, like, two hours the next morning, because I couldn't get up. Because it was, what was it, 10 to 10 here? Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: I watched the beginning. I think I missed, uh, I missed like a, a couple, I missed like a few hours that afternoon. Yeah. Same. But then, yeah, but then like I, from like 6 p.m., I was watching from probably 10 to 2, and then from like 6 until like 2 or 3 in the morning. Okay. like a psychopath because I was just sitting there watching. I was like, this is amazing. And then like, I was watching it and the sun started coming up. And so it started also looking really pretty. And so I'm just sitting in the dark with like a blanket over my head and like just as much booze as I could keep drinking. And I was like, this is fucking incredible. And I started to convince myself that I understood what was happening.
0: (laughs) very dangerous
1: <laughs> yeah it's not good and then i fell asleep for a few hours i managed to watch like the last three hours of the race uh but yeah so we're both kind of in the same in the same ballpark it was man what an incredible incredible 24
0: hour of Le it was that those first couple hours were some of the most exciting racing that i don't understand that i've ever seen yeah
1: dude and it kept going i mean those hyper cars were just fantastic toyota Mm -hmm. uh kazoo did they just it was just their fucking day it was just their fucking day which is funny because i looked at the um 24 hour race before that and like they couldn't finish. Like everybody was so curious about whether or not the hypercars would mm-hmm. even be able to finish, and all five did. Um, Alpine was looking great. They had a. Great... Alpine had an amazing race. Alpine yeah. had they fucked up right off the jump. Yeah, and then they had like a bad middle section, and they mm-hmm. still ended up finishing third. Yeah, uh, with a really good
0: time, they turned out great. Um, you know, uh, it was bad luck for the uh, the all female team. That was running. They, they had a, a couple spurts of bad luck. But not their fault, man. No, it's not, not their, their fault. It's bad luck. That's what I mean. Like, they yeah, were doing they great. Got, and... They got
1: taken out. They were just wrong place at the wrong time, uh, which is upsetting because, yeah, they, they were actually looking really good. Um, Ferrari had a great day. Uh, they won in two separate categories. It was, uh, I think, Alpine won in a category. Uh, obviously not Hypercar. They finished third in hyper. Uh, but man, that was the first, because I watched it last year. I remember we were, you and I were talking about it last year. Mm-hmm. And last year I had 0. 0.0 fucking idea what
0: was going on. Yeah. I watched a couple hours of it just here and there, but just the way that this, uh, my past couple of weeks have been, it was like at the perfect time where I was like, I kind of need something. I can just sort of like chill out and like let wash over me and yeah you know it was great i had my in-laws came down for the afternoon and hung out so i had i left the race on the whole time yeah. uh with like the volume low and uh you know just kind of like keep an eye on stuff that was going and then on just like peek over once and i was like oh dope you know yeah and uh they're like wait this race is 24 hours long like, you know and i was telling Fuck my father him, it i was is. like i was like you have to watch Ford versus ferrari uh because then you'll get it um yeah. Yeah. and then uh you know, but I had I made sure I went to sleep before the sun started coming up in France, because I was like, if it's the sun starts to go up there, I'm not going to sleep at all. Yeah, and that I was, was like, my I problem. Need, I was like, I need sleep because it just looks amazing. And, um, you know, I, I was telling them about how like, oh, yeah, like this part of the track, like it's just a regular road. Like if we went there next weekend and we could just drive this far of the track. Oh, yeah in a regular car and like be on that same part of the the thing. And so Exactly. But Le Mans is just there's something really special about it and I really think that going forward every year I'm going to try to watch Monaco obviously, the Indy 500 and as much of Le Mans as I can because yeah. there is just you know cuz I I've, I've watched like the 24 hour at Daytona before um and like it's fun and it's cool but there's just but it something about Le it Mans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, cause 24 hour detona the track's just so much smaller
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's just, it's just not Le Mans, you know, yeah. I gotta say though, that, that back straight, good grief. It's a good thing. They put those chicanes in there because yeah. those cars would be going 300 miles a fucking hour into that turn. Dude,
0: I just, I've watched Alonzo drive around that track. Probably 10 times oh, I've watched yeah. that video. Did they release the entire video?
1: Um, because I only saw where he takes like half the lap
0: and he's going pretty slow. Yeah. I mean, he goes, he was going pretty slow. I don't remember if there was another video that I watched where i because I'll just go on YouTube and be like Alonzo F1 Lamont
1: and like yeah. whatever. It's gotta exist
0: because
1: everything that went out on on social media was just like, The first half of the lap, like they didn't even show him down the backstretch, but like, and like, he was also going kind of slow because it was more of like a showing parade Mm -hmm. thing. But man, I want to see an F1 car rip Le Mans. Oh yeah. I want to see an F1 race at Le Mans where they do like fucking 20 laps because it's such a big ass track and they have to go through a, a set of tires every lap because they're just destroying them and they just fly
0: that would be so sick that would be would so be, sick even if they just did like a, like a qualifying session yeah where yeah. it was like what's the fastest lap you can do around lamont oh my god car.
1: could you imagine because like and like it's not even making a comparison it's not fair to make a comparison with the gt cars or the hypercars or everything because those things are designed to race for 24 hours mm-hmm. the fun cars are simply not like they'll explode.
0: Yeah, it's a different and, thing
1: yeah they'll explode into a million pieces but i'll be damned they can't race for an hour and a half
0: oh uh, they should have a if if they never bring back ira they should have like yeah. a triathlon where like you have like part of the race is an f1 car part of the race is a stock car and part of the race is a gt car Holy shit. <laughs> Holy and so, shit. It, it's like it, 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 it would be fine if it was three different, like one, three different drivers on a team.
1: Yeah, like three. Like teams. a relay. Yeah. yeah. No, dude. No, all of them at the same time. <laughs> relay race. That would be
0: fucking insane.
1: Yeah, it'd be fucking insane. Especially when like Mazepin's out there in a fucking stock he's not, car.
0: He's not allowed.
1: He's not allowed. No. Not, I hope not. But, like, somebody's <laughs> out there in a stock car and, like, there's still an F1 car going around and just, like, <laughs> just blows the fucking doors off it. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness gracious.
0: Uh, but, all right, minor news, and then we got to talk about the big news of the week. Uh, oh, so, big in news minor news... Year. Yeah, in minor news, uh, Toto Wolf and Lawrence Stroll uh, cleared of insider trading when it comes to Aston Martin shares. They
1: killed people. I think that they pulled like they kinda did I don't I don't wanna say that they did a full Epstein but I do like to think that Toto and Lance have photo evidence of other people eating kids, like eating babies that they supplied. And they were like, yo, I will absolutely release this, vi- this video of you, President Biden, eating a baby with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And he was like, you're free of all charges. Uh, I have no I just chat <laughs> on Biden and Ginsburg. I'm, One uh, of them is dead, by the way. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I really like them both, too. Well, I like Ruth Bader Ginsburg a lot, at least. Yeah. She should have retired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but-
0: but again, we shouldn't have a political system that's so fragile that one 80-year-old woman is going to, her absence is going to cause the entire thing to collapse.
1: You're so right.
0: Um, God, you're so right. <laughs> it's, I Boy, saw, did we fuck that one up. This is way off topic, but I saw like a tweet that something had screenshotted where it was like, yeah, it's really funny how like, you know, we have a bunch of 70-year-olds and 80-year-olds like running the country when like if they walked into a job interview, nobody would hire them. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just, be- just because of their age. Yeah, be like, like, bro, you're way too old to work here. Yeah, so you You know know what an email is, even. (laughs) Yeah, can you put that out for me? Um, so big news: uh, Kimi Raikkonen officially retiring at the end of the season. The Kimmy is dead. Long live the (laughs) Kimmy. Uh, I also love how like Kimmy Reagan and Eats ice cream one time during a red flag and like the commentators have literally been talking about it since like 1998 or whenever that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kimmy.
1: It it me, but him?
0: it reminds me of like, you know, you do something crazy at like a, a big like family get together. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, remember, like you're the guy that like jumps off like balconies and shit. And you're yeah. like, all right, that was one time and I was drunk because you guys annoy the fuck out of me. Like, <laughs> that's not who I am. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, come on, man. I don't I don't fucking know. Uh, uh, but I'm so happy for Kimmy. I'm glad that he is retiring on his own terms, presumably. Uh, he seems ready to move on. And yeah, uh, he seems
1: done. He said he made this decision last winter. Yeah. Um sure. he uh is a 2007 world champion. Um, Yuki was not born yet. He didn't even, he wasn't even a twinkle in his daddy's eye yet. Uh, there's been just so many great Kimmy moments. Um, being such a man of few words and uh, such a, a, A wonderful and demanding driver to watch. Uh, It's been such a pleasure. I'm so glad I got into F1 while Kimmy Raikkonen was still racing in it.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I will miss his presence a lot, especially just in the, you know, the way that the telecasts have used him for great comedic effect uh, in terms of his own just quietness and everything. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to guess how old Yuki Tsunoda was when Kimmy won this championship? uh what year is it 2021 he went
1: in 2007 so that was 14 years ago i mean yuki well yuki's like
0: 22 now right uh yuki just turned 21 so he was seven seven yeah seven my goodness he was a little second grader
1: (laughs) my goodness did you see that kid just uh for what was it f3 i think uh, it was the youngest F3 driver ever. kid's like 16 years old. I
0: hate that fucker.
1: 16 no. years and three <laughs> months, and he raced, a. I think Son he podiumed
0: a... an F3 car. Son of a bitch. I don't think my leg could fit in an F3 car. No, there's no fucking way. Yeah. There's no way. Um, all right. So now that Kimmy is retiring, uh, officially Alfa Romeo's seat is open. I wanted to go through our predictions for the 2022 grid. Um, well let's uh
1: i do want to do this um what do you want to go
0: do you want to go uh team to team yeah we'll do team to team i'll read out what the what the current state is and then we'll give our predictions when there are blanks yeah shout out wtf1 for mm-hmm. uh, putting this together yeah and, super uh, uh super made it super easy to do this and yeah, uh, for sure saw some really interesting answers on twitter yeah, yeah, uh, very interesting answers on Twitter. So, all right, first up, world champion, current currently reigning world champion Mercedes uh, Hamilton has signed a two year contract for the mm-hmm. other seat. There's no driver committed to that seat. Uh, I am saying it's going to be George Russell. Yeah, of course. I think yeah. uh, I think everybody already knows that it's George.
1: Um. I mean, they got to announce it soon. You know, like it's got to – that news has to break really soon. I actually heard that um, – or I I heard somewhere that Kimmy was going to announce his retirement at Monza, and I wonder if they went to him and they were like, hey, man, can you announce this shit early? Because –
0: I. I would be surprised. I, I have a lot. I have a big feeling that Kimmy's announcement is time because of other announcements that are going to be. Happening yeah. Very soon.
1: Yeah. Between between. Uh, between the Dutch, between Netherlands and Monza. Um, yeah. I think that they were kind of like, Hey dude, can you, can you get this out of the way? Because like other bigger shits coming,
0: right? And then this gives you know Kimmy's announcement the space to sort of like he gets his moment of you know, he'll get this whole week of people talking about it, right? They're gonna do they're gonna
1: do a massive thing for him in, in Netherlands and mm-hmm.
0: It'll and be then great.
1: yeah and then they'll move on and they'll be like okay Monza let's make some announcements
0: yeah um, all right so Red Bull. Uh, Verstappen, Sergio Perez recently confirmed to sign. He signed a one year or two years. You remember?
1: Uh, he signed. I think Checo is on until the end of 22 for sure.
0: Okay. Um, and then McLaren, Norris, and Danny Ricciardo, uh, both coming back for next year. Just Danny during... with the fourth place. Yeah. Um, finally. Yeah. Good job, Danny. All right. Aston Martin, Sebastian Vettel, confirmed for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other seat, not confirmed. I would be very surprised if Lawrence Stroll fired his son. I
1: I just don't think that that's even fucking
0: feasible. Like, right. Like, what... All right. what, he's not what doing world? that bad. You know what I mean? Like He's really he was... not.
1: He just needs yeah. to get his shit together. He's having a bad year. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, Sebastian Vettel in his corner helping him out. The car is brand new. He's going to figure it out. Seb figured out the car, Yep. which just means that he's going to have an even, even easier time teaching Lance how to use the car. Lance isn't a bad dude. Lance works his ass off. He's he a does. very good driver. He deserves to be there uh and yeah his dad's not going to fucking fire him
0: <laughs> yeah i i completely well said i could not have said it better myself yeah um so alpine uh ocon and alonso both coming back next season ferrari Leclerc, and carlos sainz both coming back next season
1: and we'll pause on alpine for a second i'm so happy that fernando signed cuz we just got news that fernando signed like within this past week
0: yeah, no, uh, it was, it, I really I wonder if the uh his Lewis Hamilton defense, they were like, fuck, we like, yeah, you're coming back em. next year, right? Keep was em. like, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I and mean, he yeah, like put on his sunglasses and like drove off on a motorcycle. Yeah, fucking. Um, all right. Here's where things get start to get more interesting. Mm-hmm. Alpha Towery. Uh Two seats are open. Two seats are open. I'm going to go out there and I'm just going to say, I think Gasly and Yuki will both be back next season. I think Yuki will at least start next season in the This is Tari. interesting.
1: It's interesting. Uh, I'm certain that Pierre Gasly is going to be driving for Tower next
0: year. Watch Gasly announce tomorrow that he's going to Mercedes. Uh, <laughs> Yo, everything would explode. Yeah. The world would catch on fire. I mean, I would love that for him,
1: but yeah, for sure. You know, uh, but no, Gatsley's going to race for Towery next year. Um, I got to tell you, I don't think if if Yuki keeps performing the way that he has been, I don't think he's getting that seat next year. Because that's still a Red Bull team, uh, and I don't think they they will give it to him. I don't think they'll give it to him. I think Alex Alban gets that seat.
0: I thought about that. I did think about that. Um there's a very good argument to be made there. I mean, right now Yuki is 13th in the points, which is you know, he's four uh because Gasly's in ninth, which is I think is very respectable for how that car is. Yeah. Um, you know, Yuki being a rookie, it's It's interesting because he's got a bunch of not great finishes. He's got one, two, three, let's see, one, two, three, four, five finishes in the top 10 out of 14 races. So, like, you know, it's not great. It's respectable. You know, he's ahead of Stroll. He's ahead of, uh, you know, the the back markers. Like, he's ahead of both Alfa Romeo's. But he's he, it's not where Alpha Tower wants to be necessarily, right? But right. I think he at least starts the season in that seat, personally. Interesting. Uh, I'm not saying you're wrong, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I, I'm I, you know, I don't think wrong.
1: they, I don't think they give him, I don't think they, I think at the end of the year, uh, they're giving that seat back to Alex Albon.
0: Yeah, and I I don't think Albon would come back into F1 for any other seat. That is really well, I mean, he's while, but, still but a major part of the right. Red Bull team. Right, yeah, exactly. You know, and they threw him directly
1: into a Red Bull
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for
1: his first fucking race. You know what I mean? Like he didn't know what he's doing. Yeah. And so you know, we, we've seen what Red Bull can kind of do, but then we also see what happened when Pierre Gasly went from Red Bull back to Alpha Tauri. Yep. Like the kid showed up and he had a race win. He's had podiums. He's uh yeah, I think I think they give the Alpha Tauri seats to Gasly and Alex Albon. All right. Uh,
0: Alpha, Alpha Baby. Alpha Romeo. Alpha Baby. Both seats are technically open. We know Kimi is retiring. Yes, uh, Giovinazzi has not been not not his best season. Um, he's ahead of Haas right now
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, in the standings. His highest placement was tenth uh, at Monaco, which he had a really good weekend that weekend. Um, he did you know? And then he had he was eleventh at Azerbaijan the following weekend. Mm-hmm. You know he's been he hasn't finished higher than 10th, but he hasn't finished lower than 15th. Um, you know, which is...
1: Which There's one it is. for that.
0: Yeah, yeah you know, uh, better than I could do, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so, Ian, who do you think is going to be sitting in those two seats in March? Uh, well, I'll tell you
1: who won't be, and that's uh, Antonio Dugan,
0: yeah, I don't think so. Uh,
1: because, as much as he is a solidly average F one driver, that <laughs> motherfucker isn't selling T shirts. Correct. Um,
0: he's not selling anything. There's a small village in Italy that is extreme in his in their fandom for him. Yeah, because he's from there. Yeah, and that's it. Um, <laughs> so I I.
1: Believe that uh, Batas mm-hmm. gets an alpha seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that uh, Callum Iliot, Illot,
0: how do you say it? Iliot? Uh I say it, Iliot, but it's probably wrong. Yeah. Um, but I am predicting the same thing. No
1: shit. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Batas Illot. I think that's uh, I think that's that's alpha for next year.
0: Yeah, I think it's unfortunate that there's no Italian drivers, uh, in next year's grid, but it happens sometimes. Yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, Haas has confirmed, I guess Schumacher and Mazepin, pending <laughs> Mazepin's need to fulfill his military duties to the Russian Federation. Um, so we'll see what happens there, but uh. Williams has not confirmed anyone. We're both saying Russell is going to Mercedes. Yes. Um, I am saying I think Nick Latifi comes back, especially after his performance these last two races. I think if there was any question, that's Mm -hmm. been settled. Uh, And I did some digging. I think he will be joined on the grid by Ganyu Uh, who is currently competing at F2. Mm -hmm. He is with the Alpine Racing Academy, formerly of the Ferrari Racing Academy. Okay. Uh, But I couldn't find any Mercedes junior drivers that I thought were ready for F1. Um, Because outside of George Russell, uh, let's see who... uh, outside of George Russell, it's uh, there's a Danish radio, racing driver. He's he's still in Formula Three this season. Um, there's a, an Estonian driver who won the Rookie Cup of the 2019 F4 Championship. I think he's in like a regional European thing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know who then, I think it's going to be. So, so uh, when I was looking through who's in F2. Yeah, and you know, if I'm thinking of Williams as still needing money, mm-hmm. and I think about Mazepin and the money that he brings in, and sort of like the sponsorship that follows some of these drivers, it just seems like the right call, you know. And he's 22 years old. He's from Shanghai. Um, you know, he's got 16 podiums uh, already. Oh, wow yeah and uh four wins in f2 since 2019 shit so uh i think if i were williams that's who i would be talking to because i feel like again like it's good for the sport because it brings it potentially like there's you know obviously uh we've had races in china um but yeah so that that's that's who i pick nice um
1: I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just a little nervous that you were going to say who my pick is. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Nick DeVries. Okay. He's Dutch. Uh, Won the F2 championship in 2019. He's racing for uh, Mercedes. He's part of the Mercedes team. Uh, He won last year's Formula E world championship. Right. Okay. That's fine. Um, saying, yeah. He's with uh, G drive uh, and raced at Le Mans. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 26 years old.
0: Uh, I think he's got it, man.
1: I yeah. No, that's, it.
0: that's, I hadn't thought about him. That's a really good, that's a really good pick. Um, yeah. Cause again, he's in that Mercedes family. And I think, you know, People on Twitter, I think, and even us, obviously, um, I think, tend to forget that he that like how much those company ties really, yeah, control a lot of what's going on behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, but it's also who can bring a lot of money in, you know, and yeah. uh, I like to think that considering he was an F two champion and a Formula E champion and is racing for. Racing at Le Mans. Um I like to think that that's that's probably looking pretty good for him.
0: Yeah, that's honestly that's that's probably the safer bet given you know the whole George Russell connection. Like Mercedes can be like, Oh, hey, Williams, here's another good driver that you can hold on to for us for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I could see a future where Mercedes is Russell rise. you know, like that could happen. Yeah. Um so we'll see, and, uh, and you are you saying Latifi is going to be back in the other seat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, I hope so too. Like, it would be great, man. Like of all the all the open seats that aren't Pierre Gasly, I would really mm-hmm. hate to see uh, Nick Latifi leave F one after this season. Right. Yeah. Me too. Um. All right. Do you want to talk about the Dutch?
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I yeah. do. Uh,
0: so we haven't been here in an awfully long time. No. Do you know who the la- previous, the, the reigning Dutch Grand Prix champion is? I do not. Do you want to guess? It's a, it's a driver we have mentioned on this episode. On this episode? On this episode. When was the last race? Uh, the last race was 1985. 85 85 and we've already talked about him. We have mentioned him on this episode. Kimmy, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) uh, It's funny because you could actually, if you thought about drivers from this era, you could guess who was sitting on pole, who got fastest lap. Oh, it's got to be Nikki Lauda. It was Nikki Lauda got the podium. Um. Do you want to guess what the other two drivers on the who the other two drivers on the podium were? Oh, They're drivers head. you know, like you know all of these names. Oh, fuck. Um uh so no, I can't right. even so number uh second on the podium was Nikki Lauda's McLaren teammate, French driver, who also had Fastest Lap. Uh-huh. Alan Prost. Amazing. The pole position and the third podium place were held by two different Brazilians.
1: I don't know. My brain's Uh, fried.
0: uh, That's all right. Uh, Nelson Peacott had pole position. He was Brazilian? Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, He looks like fucking. Khan from Star Trek, if you look yeah, at this fuck, picture. Fuck yeah, <laughs> uh and then on the podium uh in the third spot uh for Lotus was Anton Senna.
1: Wow, dude. The podium was Lauda, Prost, and Senna. Yep. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's a pretty good race. Oh man, I hope I wish last year f1 was putting a bunch of free old races on youtube mm-hmm. put that one on youtube man i want to watch i want to watch that those would be guys.
0: so great yeah oh, man i would spend so much money on an f1 streaming service that legitimately had things to watch like had every single race all of
1: them yeah yeah dude yeah they, they would, would like, easily download my-
0: i would download radio broadcasts of- Oh yeah Free TV F1 races yeah. to listen to. Listen
1: podcast. to like a podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah. The 1951
0: fucking any Grand Prix from nineteen The 1923 Monaco Grand Prix. Oh, my God. And it all sounds like... <laughs> I'd be like,
1: this is amazing. I'd be like, oh, God, this is the best. Oh. Uh,
0: <laughs> Uh all oh, right sleep to that shit. So I, I got some questions for you. I can't wait for the Dutch Grand Prix. What team is going to like really show up? Like what's the team where like after the race room like shit, like that team had a great fucking weekend. Um
1: at the Dutch Grand Prix, mm-hmm. um I think that the easy answer is to say Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's absolutely Max's race, and I think Checo uh, really deserves a good stroke of luck. Um, I wouldn't be surprised seeing this be uh, a, a Red Bull uh, team podium. Um, but I believe that the, uh, the holy shit, they did it team is going to be Ferrari this week. Nice. Um, I think that they're pumped about Monza. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's really their race to win. Um, but they are, they seem very focused on this coming weekend. Uh, I think last weekend was very frustrating for them. They've been so hit or miss this year and, uh,
0: it really seems like it depends on what kind of track it is.
1: It really I does. Think,
0: I think that's what's one of the things that's so exciting about Zandvoort uh, is um, that it's it's like an unknown because they yes. haven't raced on this track since before I was born.
1: Yeah, uh, but I think um, I think that both Ferraris are really going to show up. I think they're both going to be in the top five.
0: Um, I think it's going to be a good race for them uh do you think do you have questions for me or do you just want to, I'm to run through mine uh buzz through yours i have a couple
1: but mine are mostly generic okay i, I know you had a rough day so no yeah, worries on this. long way um
0: will there be a red flag
1: no no these guys want to race um yeah. it's after the break and then after the disappointment of spa I think they want to race, but beyond that, I think the fact that, uh, I mean, it's what you just said, how unknown the race track is, um, they are going to collectively be just that, that little bit more cautious. Um, but even more so than that, the points
0: race is just too tight. It's it's just too tight. I don't think we have any like hothead drivers on the grid either. Not really. No. Everybody's you know, pretty like we don't have any pricks that are like really gonna push it. Because Mazepin's car just isn't fast enough to support him being a total fucking. Yeah. As He's long dead.
1: as as long as uh, Max and Lewis aren't starting one-two. Because if they are, man, they are not gonna let up no. until one of them is either in the wall or in the lead. Um will Wait, wait, wait! What oh. do you think? What do you think oh. the team to show up is?
0: Oh in? yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I I actually think it's gonna be Alpine. Sick. I think I think they're really gonna keep that momentum going. You know, right? I mean, now, they were pretty disappointed of... at Spa. Yeah, but you know, I don't know that that counts. Like, I kind of I want to give credit to the people that did well, and I kind of want to give sort of a pass to people who didn't do well because it's just that it's what it is. Like, I get it. The people who did well overcame the conditions but I don't blame people who couldn't quite get there I feel um, like that's
1: I feel it's appropriate
0: but uh yeah I just I feel like you know Renault had a really strong half of the season last year mm-hmm. uh, the back half and I think they're they're like even set up better uh, than they were last year with like coming off those last couple races that they were doing well um, so I just think I, I think Alpine, Alpine's really gonna show up it's um, sick man
1: that's what's happening yeah.
0: And then I also, I don't think there will be any red flags. I think there'll be, you know, a yellow or some safety cars or something, but I don't think there'll mm-hmm. be a red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, cause again, I, like I said, I don't think there's anybody in this grid that's like a total asshole. It's just going to be like, fuck it. I'm just going to go for it. You know what I mean? Like, I think not that they're going to be cautious because they're still racing drivers, but they're going to, they're going to tow up to that line. And I think everybody wants a good, clean race. Yeah, I agree.
1: Um, One of the questions I was asking, or I was thinking about for you, uh, how many teams are going to finish in the top 10?
0: Uh, Let's see. Seven. Bold. Seven. We'll have at least one driver in the top 10. Wow.
1: I like this. What do I you you think that... uh, Alpha Haas and Williams don't. Right. Interesting. With um, and Russell lose their steam.
0: Well, uh, see? Yeah. <laughs> see? I'm like looking back over the list and I'm like, no, I, I could see – I could see Aston Martin not making it and Williams making one of the Williams making squeezing in the 10. I could see that happening. Wow. uh, Which is my next question for you is will Williams continue uh, their sudden streak of having points? Uh, Yeah, I
1: think it's, I think it continues. I think they get, I think they get a three point. I don't think both of them will be in the point, but I do think that they get three points races in a row. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think that it's. How dope you know, would that be? Man, good for them, dude. Good for yeah. them. They've been such a garbage team since I've been a fan. And, like, all you know, you look back at the history of F1, and there's just these wonderful stories of the Williams family and the Williams team really excelling and winning championships and, you know, coming from nothing and really turning into something. Uh, it's so, it's so, so, so great to see them getting in the points and mm-hmm. even George getting kind of a big podium, like amazing.
0: I think it's great. Yeah. I, really, I truly think it's great. Um, um,
1: do you think Norris uh, is back to normal this week? Uh, I can't, I can't say that
0: without revealing further things that we'll be talking about shortly.
1: Interesting
0: okay <laughs> okay um who's your driver to watch my race? driver to watch
1: i love this question because it's always so difficult because i feel like the clear drivers to watch are max and lewis like of course. we are watching the fight happen so i want to take both of them out of the equation I want to not consider Max or Lewis in this answer. I will
0: also not pick either of them for this.
1: Cool. Uh, My driver to watch is Daniel Ricardo. All right. All right. I think Danny... um, It just made me think of Daniel Kvyat. He's a good driver. I like him. Yeah. I think Danny looked good qualifying Spa. He got uh, up to fourth place. He finished in fourth. Highest finish for him so far, even though there wasn't really much of a race to be had. Uh, But I think he's excited. I think that's the little break he needed. Um, I know he loves Monza and that's coming up. Uh, But I think that he's really going to do great on this track. I feel like the driver to watch for me is going to be Danny Ricardo.
0: For me, it's going to be the person who's right behind him in the points right now, uh, Pierre Gasly. Nice. I I think, I think Gasly is—he's only two points behind Danny. I feel like he's getting frustrated. Yeah. Um, You know, he's—he's had an okay year. You know, he um, obviously he came in sixth uh, this past weekend. He came in fifth before that. He was eleventh at Silverstone um he had a retirement and a ninth place finish at the two austria races like right he just i feel like he is a better driver than he is performed than like the results are showing right now and i feel like he's getting a little frustrated so yeah this may sure. be this could be the race where he breaks through and gets a podium or something um you know or at least a top five finish and Let sort of
1: do you think the team might have been paying more attention to Yuki trying to get him off the ground and less attention to Gasly uh, because they just think he's more comfortable in the car and therefore uh, their lack of attention on him is kind of hindering his ability to really excel?
0: Uh, no. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I think – I mean, that – that could very well may be true. What I, for, my, like my feeling on it, and this is just a feeling is That's that right. a lot of Red Bull's resources are going to next year's car and to going to winning the championship behind yeah. the scenes. And I just don't think that Alpha Tower is getting the attention. And when they're competing against um, Alpine, which is a, you know, um, a works team,
1: mm-hmm
0: and Aston Martin, which is a works team. Like, I just, I just don't think that they really, I don't think that team is given the attention from the overall Red Bull picture that they need to properly compete with those two other teams. Yeah, I understand. It makes sense. So that's where, that's where I'm at. I don't, uh, you know, and maybe, like I said, maybe he's in a mental funk or something is going on, but I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the attention on Yuki because Gasly, I feel like at this point, if he needs that kind of attention, then he's not as good of a driver as we think he is.
1: Yeah, right on. Right on. I like it. Um.
0: All right. So here's what I'm going to do about my predictions, okay? Because mm-hmm. I made this really easy on myself. For pole, fastest lap driver of the day, race win, Max Verstappen. Wow. He gets the... he gets The the Grand Slam. Full right? Grand Slam. <laughs> the full Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I think he would have to murder somebody for him not to get driver of the day this weekend, basically.
1: Yeah. It's going to have to be... <laughs> It's gonna like he's gonna have to really on the fucking, track
0: on television like yeah
1: he's gonna have to fucking completely destroy everything yeah. in his path yeah uh, um hmm.
0: That's so I, I'm just laying I'm just laying that out there because it's it's his third it's what his fourth home the like the fourth home race of the season basically yeah yeah uh, between the the two Red Bull Ring races and Spa yeah did you see they put up the the speed limits. Around yeah, all uh, are all thirty-three miles an hour. Like that's great. Dude. Yeah,
1: fuck yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> kilometers, Oh kilometers. So they're going really fucking slow. Um. <laughs> <laughs> do you? What's the rest of your podium look like? Uh, Lando, number two.
0: Wow, you think mm-hmm. that he
1: really shows up, huh?
0: I do, I do. Cool. Um, and then. And on a out. hot streak, dude. Lando's really on a hot streak, and I'm not fighting him anymore.
1: And Checo. Uh,
0: Checo, yep.
1: This is very interesting to me. <laughs> it's very interesting.
0: Um, that, but, you know, when I sat down to do this a couple hours ago, I was like, I'm just going with my gut feeling. I'm laying it on the line. Like this is where like- I'm at. Uh driver of the day is definitely gonna be Max Verstappen.
1: You're hundred yeah. percent right. He's got he's literally gotta commit a crime.
0: The entire country of Holland is gonna vote for him. They will hack other people's phones to vote for him if they need yeah. to. Um unless something really crazy happens, which is always possible, you know, like some kind of like, you know, if um you know, if Russell does something really crazy. Yeah. You yeah. know, but
1: uh, I think pole position
0: is Orlando Norris. Very nice. Very nice. He's going to get a pole. Like, the fact that he doesn't have one is absurd. I think this is his this is his time. Uh, I think he gets a pole position.
1: Um, and then the rest of my podium or my podium. Max, you want Staff-
0: to uh- Fastest
1: lap first. Oh, fastest lap.
0: Uh, out. Okay.
1: No, I lied. Lewis gets fastest lap. All right. Lewis is going to get a fastest lap. My podium in first place is going to be Max Verstappen.
0: Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> in second place, check Nice. Nice. Going for the one, two. I was, I was like, I have to, ha- I can't do a one-two. I can't put my hopes on a one-two this weekend. It's too much for me to handle. So yeah. I was like, let me, let me put Lando in there, you know, make it a, a Lando sandwich. In third place
1: on the podium, mm-hmm. Sebastian Vettel. Holy shit! God, that was so great. I think he shows the fuck up. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it, man. This is a race that hasn't been raced on in fucking or a track that hasn't been raced on in forever.
0: Mm-hmm. Most of the drivers on the grid were not born the last time this race happened. Right. He was. Mm-hmm. Was he? When was the last time this race happened? 90... Uh, a- 85.
1: 85 is the last time? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so he wasn't even born yet. Because
0: he's yeah, in 86. Sub- 87. Subs 87. 87. Yeah. So he so wasn't I think even it's born just, yet. I think it's just Lewis and Kimmy. Oh, Fernando. yeah. 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 Um, but
1: uh, Seb has a massive appreciation for the old, the, the history and the old tracks. Uh, I think he is the quickest to adapt. I think his car. Sorry. I think his car is very adaptable, whereas, mm-hmm. like, we don't see the Mercedes quite be able to you know change on a dime from one track to another uh and really really keep up i think that the aston martin actually doesn't do a bad job of that um so yeah i think red bull one two seb uh in third and then my fourth and fifth uh well, no, I think my fourth, fifth, and sixth are the Ferrari cars and McLaren of Danny Ricardo.
0: Wow. Yeah. So Lando gets the pole. Does he DNF? I don't think he DNFs.
1: I just think some not great shit happens. Got it. I don't think he, I don't want to say crashes. I don't think he crashes. Right. I think it's just I think it's just not his week.
0: So uh, do you think Mercedes just all, Mercedes just like shits the bed this weekend? Yeah, yeah. I think we see some surprises. Because if I if I was gonna put put it down, like I I would put Lewis in fourth. Like I don't think yeah. Lewis is gonna. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe it. he like will end up hating this track and be like sucks. Yeah, my tires are bad. My tires are bad. No. I can only go twenty more laps. Yeah, him saying
1: his tires are bad is the same as Nico Rosberg saying that he used to race in F1. It's
0: like we get it. No, I mean the difference is Nico Rosberg is trying to impress us, where Lewis is just trying to throw Red Bull into confusion. Like that's a hundred percent on purpose. It's totally them just being like, "Oh yeah, we got to convince Red Bull that we're gonna like take up the stuff soon." Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Doctors. Uh, uh, dude, I'm I'm fucking pumped. I'm so pumped. Oh oh oh, what's your uh, what's your
0: uh wild card? Oh shit. Uh, what is my wild card? This is a very good question. Uh, my wild card. I think my wild card is going to be that I'm really sorry for time here. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, um, mine, mine is that yeah.
1: Mercedes shits the bed.
0: Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, Mercedes shits the bed, I'm just taking this note. Let's see, uh, my wild card is going to be that 'Cause like I don't want to do one that's like a bummer, you know. Yeah, no, like, I, I like I, I can't predict somebody crashing. That that hurts. Too I don't much. like yeah, I don't like doing that. That's gross.
1: Um we might be F E F one, but we do still have some fucking standards.
0: Oh yeah, no, we have a lot of fucking standards. We're just irreverent about people who we can be irreverent about. Yeah, like you know, Toto having pictures right. of
1: other people eating
0: babies. Right. That's totally fine because yeah. he's a very very rich white dude. Yeah, fuck him. Like exactly. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Uh, I'm gonna say you know what I'm gonna say. Mick Schumacher finishes ahead of both Alfa Romeos. Nice, nice. I like yeah. that. That's really nice. Yeah, because I think I don't know. I really, I really was actually surprisingly, even though like I wasn't, you know, totally aware of. of michael schumacher like i knew who he was but i never really watched him race all that much but i was surprisingly moved by him driving uh by mick driving his dad's car yeah that was ad that seven up car yeah
1: yeah dude that was sick i'm uh I it was just a really
0: well-produced the... segment you know what i mean like
1: yeah They did yeah. a good job with the whole They did really great i can't wait to see the schumacher documentary in a couple of weeks oh, man i'm so pumped yeah, for sure, it's gonna be amazing. So, and they announced the uh, Drive to Survive season four, which I'm pumped about.
0: I'm very excited about that. it's yeah. gonna be great. Um, do you want to take us out? I sure do. Uh, as always,
1: we are grateful to Movie John Podcast Network. We are one of the Movie John Podcast Network podcasts.
0: Yeah, and uh, right now you can order. They just came in uh, the new issue of the print zine
1: which yes is
0: uh all about racing yes uh, our buddy Garrett Smith wrote about uh Speed Racer I wrote it's about that Grand movie Prix it's just yeah. so fucking good and Grand Prix um, rocks Grand Prix is so good uh, but it covers else... all
1: kinds of racing foot yeah. racing horse racing mm-hmm. car racing uh you name it it's in there um I am so so I've been I uh, oh and I hear you get a cool movie John racing pennant yep uh, yeah it,
0: which looks awesome um, yeah there's
1: always there's always such cool such cool things that come in the package with your movie john subscription it's not just the magazine that shows up so a lot of really great stuff and really great people working on it uh, and uh, wonderful wonderful reading material I can't wait to get my in the mail I actually got back from work today and I saw that I didn't get it yet and I was like humph but uh, pumped for it. Pumped for it. Um, check out all the other podcasts on the Movie John Podcast Network. Uh, make sure you go to moviejohn.com where you can find the subscription. You can donate to the Patreon. You can get all kinds of cool shit like t-shirts and other trinkets. You can get the, uh, all of the podcasts on there. Stay up to mm-hmm. date on, on what movies they're producing. Um, pretty pumped. The first ever movie, John, short film. Pizza Man just got accepted
0: into its fourth film festival. I'm, I'm so pumped. Uh, there's one, if you're local to the Philly area, that it's going to be playing at a drive-in up in Scranton. Yes. Uh, at the horror festival up there. So that sounds awesome. I think they're showing like 13 shorts, which like
1: mm-hmm. horror
0: shorts are one of my favorite kinds of movies. Oh, it's the best. It's the because best. it's just that, like it's even shorter than a Twilight Zone. You know what I mean? It's like just wham bam just and yeah. out like we're doing this this. Is, this is your
1: fucking story
0: and and it is what it is and pizza man is uh to me it's just it's so there's so much joy in there there's so much weirdness in there yeah it's got one of like and i i'm friends with the people who made the movie i was very minorly involved in the process of making the movie but i say this as completely as non-biased as I can. It has one of my favorite twist endings in any media. Yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: uh, it's great. I loved being a part of it. I loved working on that movie. Um, and I'm so proud to see it doing well uh, and and excelling. It's really, 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 really great. I'm very happy about it. So uh, yeah, check out moviejohn.com for all that cool shit. Find us on Instagram or on Twitter at f one pod or you could always email us at f one that one's o-n-e at gmail.com Ryan I yeah. am thrilled to go to the Netherlands on Friday morning for a practice
0: so uh, I don't usually do this but the it's up to like I don't know, $350 million or whatever, but I bought some Powerball tickets. And if I oh, win second. the jackpot, we're going to follow the entire F1 calendar next year. Oh,
1: shit, dude. I would be so pumped. I'd be like, yo, job. I got to quit. My buddy's going to take me around the world to watch all the F1 races. And they'll be like, what? I'll be like, see you later,
0: alligator. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get the, you know, Epsilon variant. We'll get the Zeta variant. We'll get yeah, all of it. We'll, we'll collect them all but everyone, we're going, but we're going everywhere.
1: <laughs> we're going everyone, baby. I'm in. I can't
0: wait. Oh, dude. Good luck. I hope you yeah. win for us. <laughs> uh, and on that note, uh, we'll be back next week uh, recapping Zandvoort and previewing. Where are they going after that? Monza, baby. It's right. Monza
1: week after that.
0: Temple of Speed. Hell
1: yeah, baby! I can't wait. F yeah, F one. F yeah.